Hello and welcome to another episode of Metaside Kicks. My name is Liv. This is M. M. Say hi. And we are your sidekicks to all things metaphysical. To all things metaphysical. Metaphysical. <laughs> now I can't take it out. Why do you do this to me? Because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> we are psychic mediums, twin flames, best friends, and we just got done eating lunch. It uh, took forever. Literally, I was like, M, we're going to order McDonald's. And then we're going to go pick it up. It's only 10 minutes from my house. It'll be 20 minutes tops. We were literally gone for almost an hour because every single route that I took, except for the one that I didn't want to take, was closed for literally no reason besides that the universe was like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, because a weird time thing happened in our last podcast. So we're trying to reroute the time. Fucking tell me I'm wrong. Oh, that's why it took longer? Yeah. Ask your spirit guys. That sounds like a lot of effort. It scares me, too. And you can just believe me. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm a believer. Anyways. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Today we're doing we're... listener stories. Yeah, we are yeah. doing listener stories. Are you doing one first or am I doing one first? Well, first off, if you don't know what a listener story is, we are psychic mediums and we like to ask you guys for paranormal spiritual stories that if you guys are interested in getting on the next one, we will include the link in the show notes. However, we are choosing from your stories and we're going to read them and we're going to use our medium minds to tell you what actually is happening. I'm going to use my large brain, not my medium mind. Wow. Uh, I had a patron tell me the medium joke uh, the other day, and he was very disappointed that his joke is not original, considering that happens every day. <laughs> like, are you sure you're a medium and not a large? Uh, you're an extra small. I'm an extra large right now. I've gained so you're much weight also with a towel. I am a towel. But yeah, we I've heard the medium one before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of my mom's favorite ones. Okay, I have one if you're not ready. I'm not. I'm posting schmack about you on our Instagram really quick. Rude. You ready? Yeah. You listening? Yeah. Okay. The first one is called Chaos as Always Lol. It's a combination of so many. So sorry. And it's by Caitlin W. Thank you, Caitlin W. I hope you listen to this. And if okay. you don't, I'll be sad. Are you ready for story one? Yes. I think there might be seven. <laughs> so. <laughs> of course you picked the longest one. It's not the longest one. So around Christmas time, I talked with my sister that could talk to angels and started getting into spiritual stuff with her and my other sister. We're off to a good start. Um, <laughs> I don't know anyone that can talk to angels except maybe Liv. I've talked to angels a couple of times. It's absolutely- talked to demons. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny that I talk to angels the most of the time and you talk to demons most of the time. I would like to switch because the demon that's following me around, I hate it. (laughs) Honestly, angels are very weird. They're kind of like fairies. What do you mean? You know how like people always think fairies are bad, but it's usually just because of the cultural difference. They're like a little weird. They're kind of like, can I put my ketchup on your apple type of thing? Okay. Fairies and angels, same. They Can I put my ketchup on your apple? (laughs) <laughs> where it's demons are like let's go to mcdonald's i'm gonna get an extra large milkshake with some fries and dip them in the milkshake and you're like that's not weird but then the angels are like i'm actually gonna sit at the back of the line and eat a keto salad from a different thing that i packed myself yeah that's that the difference <laughs> no i feel like demons are more like uh let me just trip you so that all of the food hits the ground and <laughs> the angels are that jesus yeah 
Anyways, after talking to angels through that same sister, I started to see them as orbs, though. That's interesting. I find it interesting that people can see orbs physically. They catch them on video all the time. Yeah, but it's so easy to create orbs. It's so easy to create orbs on camera. All you have to do is put a light into a camera and it will create an orb. I feel like most of the times when people think that there's orbs on our investigation videos, it's just it's dirt dust. particles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fact that people see orbs physically is interesting to me. But anyways, each archangel has a different color. I've seen seven of them. I've always found out I can see spirits and I guess demons. I've been told they were demons, but if you see them or get told otherwise, I don't know, lol. I've had many experiences since finding out that I could see them. I don't get scared anymore, but I do get uncomfortable, but it's become a part of my routine to see them. I know it's hard to believe that we have talked to angels, but they have proved their existence to us by predicting storms that could have hurt us on road trips or knocking over sticky notes that with words to talk to us and many other things. It's really interesting to me, so I hope you guys enjoy these as much as i have oh that wasn't story one that was the pre-log <laughs> yeah so story one <laughs> i wanted to tell you about my first experience seeing demons or entities that are in my house at the time my older sister who can talk to the angels was on the phone the one that can casually talk- on the phone yeah the one that can talk to angels lives in a different state I live in another, and our older other sister that is also a part of the story was in our living room with me. As we were talking, I suddenly stopped and just started, I don't know, staring at my curtains. And I was looking through them. My peripheral vision saw many, many black orbs all in my living room. On the walls, on the floor, in the corners, on the ceiling, hiding behind couches, on the curtains. So I interrupted and told my sister that I live with about it. My sister on the phone overheard us and she said she heard Archangel Gabriel confirm they were there and that there were hundreds. It's like the jellyfish when they take over SpongeBob's house and have a party. (laughs) You just said evil jellyfish demons. (laughs) You come home and there's a clarinet in the middle of your living room and it's on fire. (laughs) And they're dancing around it. Yeah. As I continued to look and explain what I saw to my sister who couldn't see what I was experiencing, I stood up and pointed at them to explain where they were. Lol. And they were like, scatter. (laughs) (laughs) Some ran as I pointed and some just floated there. I wasn't very secretive about it either. I don't know. I was just filled with amazement rather than fear. Same. I would do the same thing. But that changed as I looked down my hallway into the living room and saw a dark hand with claws and clear edges grab onto the wall out from my mom's office. I screamed and looked away. I feel like I was helped to close, I guess, my third eye by Gabriel. Interesting. That's the end of the story, but as far as my sister and I, I can see things. My sister, who was in the room with me during the last story, can feel them. My third sister, who lives in another state, can hear them. So we have many stories together. Okay, so there's... Three sisters, right? Yeah, three <laughs> sisters, and they all have different abilities, it seems like. And who who's the person that sent this in? Caitlin? Yeah. All right, so Caitlin has clairvoyance. Her <laughs> other sister that lives in another state has clairaudience, and the other one has clairsentience. 
Okay. It seems what, like a what were they seeing? The teenage witch like movie happening right now. Each one has a different psychic ability. I bet you have all of the psychic abilities. You just don't know that you're using them. <laughs> yeah. Either way, though, it's hilarious to me. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like I see little dark things all the time. I don't have an angel to confirm that, though. Like. <laughs> Casually, just Gabriel on the other side of the phone, like casual, sitting there in the back of McDonald's eating his kale salad. Like, yeah, there's demons in your living room. <laughs> You're gonna have to do some sweeping, dude. I'm gonna get smote. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel like you were just perceiving the weird, dark things that were in existence. It was like some sort of learning thing for you. I feel like. But did they close her third eye to make her stop seeing it? Yeah. No, she did. Yeah, I didn't think so. So. So that were they like haunting her house? No, I think that there was just weird things that were existing for a second. It was almost like they're not in the same reality as her houses. They're in a different frequency because they're dark things. But for whatever reason, she tapped into that frequency and was like, weird. You <laughs> Sounds know? Sounds good. Got you. So. Okay. Story number two. <laughs> Caitlin's got all of them. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was sitting in my living room listening to music and watching the rain because I was bored. I would like to think that what we were listening to was Kids Bop 2012. <laughs> As I was just sitting there, I started to focus my vision to see if I could see anything because I was in the living room and I usually always see something in our living room. I saw a spirit. It wasn't a demon, but it kind of jogged across my vision from left to right. I was very spooked. My heart was beating very much because it wasn't an orb, but a human figure that was pretty tall. I was sitting down, though, so I guess it could look taller than it was. It didn't have feet. It was a blur. It had no hair, no face. It was just a shadowy, fog-like figure, which ran past the front of me. It was very clear to see, which was why I got so scared. It was pretty cool thinking back to it now. I think that's just a normal apparition that doesn't have the time or the energy to manifest itself and was just like, 
again, you focused your face, your clairvoyance into a certain frequency and you're just seeing the things that are there. That's why Emin are like, is everything just haunted? Um, I don't think they apparated. I think that you just have a hard time seeing details of things. So when you remember, like have memories, you're probably the person that can't necessarily remember faces, but you can remember aspects of a person. Same. So that's why you got pieces of an apparition instead of a whole thing. Yeah. Because I don't think someone else sitting in that room would have saw that. No. <laughs> so I think that's just how your gifts are right now. Mm, that makes sense. Okay, you ready? Story three. Yeah. I was in my room. My sister was in the living room playing games, and the living room is really close to my room. My parents were sleeping, and we were the only ones awake. Suddenly, when I was in my room, I heard on my door three loud knocks. It sounded like when police knock on a door, but these were on my bedroom door. I was startled because I thought it was my sister. I yelled, what? And then I heard someone walking into my room. My room is a slit of two rooms they both are mine because my sister the one in another state generously let me have it because my last room was a hallway to my parents room with no privacy so when i heard the footsteps i thought someone had walked in and was on the other side of my room then my sister rushed into my room and was terrified and she said did you hear that and i was like yes are you playing a prank on me because she has pranked me so many times so much so that she has made me cry before in one of our old houses. Anyways, <laughs> my brother used to try and, uh, nah, I'm not going to get into it. Never mind. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> she was like, no, I promise. Feel my heartbeat. She had also heard the loud bang on my door. Like I said, my room is really close to the living room. It's not in a hallway. It's just close by. I don't know how to better explain it, but from where my sister was, she could see the door to my room, and when she heard the bangs, too, it was pretty much right in front of her. But there was nothing that she could see that would have caused the three loud knocks in front of my door. She was scared. What knocked on their door? Is their house haunted? That seems like poltergeisty activity. Yeah, it seems like poltergeisty things to me. Is it a dude? I think there's a dude in the house that's explaining it to you. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I see it as energy. I don't necessarily see it as a physical thing that has sentience. Well, I see it as a memory, like a residual thing. Like they were trying to get into the door. Oh, like, okay. That would make sense why I see it as energy then. Cause because it's just residual energy from somebody that actually knocked on the door. Because they make me feel like that's why all the dark things are there too. Because whoever lived there before had a lot of darkness to them, but okay. I don't know. They put a lot of energy into the house. Yeah. Because uh, I can hear the bangs and it sounds like angry, like someone's trying to get into the room. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That's like when I used to be sitting downstairs and I would hear bangs upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the doors is broken upstairs in my house. So, yeah, it doesn't do that anymore, though. So. Story number four. <laughs> Promise you, there are seven. Okay. Story number four. So ever since the things found out, I could see angels. I always see them in my room, like always, especially when I was asleep. 
I would open my eyes in my room and see a person at the foot of my bed and something peeking around the wall, separating the two rooms, making up my big room. Other times I'd see something on the ceiling or orbs buzzing around the ceiling above my bed as I slept. I have even heard things in my sister's voice call out to me or something trying to talk to me. However, I also see angels in my room and I see, I see them as orbs. But I do sometimes see them in a human figure form. They're very tall, like eight feet tall. I used to always see the archangel called Uriel. I've in- talked to Uriel. <laughs> really? Yeah. In his color, which is red. He has other names too, but most recently I've seen Zachael. I don't know who that is. But I figured out that L means angel. You're welcome. The colors violet, purple, and Josepho. Their color is orange. Occasionally I see Michael. He's blue. And Gabriel, he's green. But I don't see him as much as the others. I've never seen Uriel anymore, though. You want to talk about Uriel? Yeah, I was doing a reading for one of our sidekicks, clients, whatever. Not to say whatever in a mean way, but I like to call you guys sidekicks. But anyways... They were telling me about this angel that they pray to, and he literally showed me the Little Mermaid. And I was like, does their name sound like Ariel? Oh, that's what you mean. (laughs) And they were like flabbergasted. And they're like, yeah, it's actually like Uriel. And I was like, well, that's cool. And I guess Uriel, if I'm saying their name right, I apologize, Mm -hmm. deals with knowledge and understanding. But like, you know how monks like transcribed a whole bunch of things so that people wouldn't like forget about them he deals with like that type of stuff like knowledge and books and understanding and history and stuff that's what he told me he's very nice he's very easy to talk to he's very like masculine presenting yeah but he's also very like quiet and respectful he just doesn't need to he can explain things simply yeah, so I like him a lot. Quiet. It's really cute. But anyways, he stepped forward because one of our sidekicks was praying to them and hoping that they would help. And he was like, I got you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, story number five. One time when I got out of the shower, my mirrors that were fogged up had a handprint on one of them. I freaked out and wiped them off and ran to my sister to see if it was a pranking me. She swore never. She swore she never went into my room, and my parents weren't home. They were at work. Yeah, but if someone else put their hand on the on the window, like if your parents went in there or something, Dude, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna lick it. No, wait. I think you can do it with shaving cream. You don't even have to lick your hand. Just the oils from your hand. No, you- listen. Okay. <laughs> red rum. Red listen, rum. Listen, red rum. Listen. <laughs> I don't. Okay. You. I. I think this works, but if you have shaving cream. And you put it on a mirror, then it won't fog up. But if I do it on my handprint and then put it on the mirror and then you take a shower, then you'll think that I go in there and put my hand on there. But I actually did it like three days ago with the shaving cream. Sounds accurate. <laughs> well, I know if you put your hand on like a window or something, though, and then like <sighs> heavily breathe on it, you'll see the hand on it. So if someone touched the mirror. Yeah, but that I don't think that happens with mirrors with shower. I will go do it right now. <laughs> I feel like it does. Well, I wipe the mirror off, but when I do I only, that, it continues to fog up. When I 
wipe the mirror off. I only do it in a whip and then I nay nay wipe it off. Oh my god. <laughs> story number six. <laughs> Another short story in one time. When I was trying to sleep, I heard a deep voice say something. I don't remember what it said, but it was clear as day and it was in my head because when you hear something, you can feel it in your ears. I do that, but I can also, I have clairsentience, so I can feel when spirits talk in my ears too. Everything's fine. <laughs> from how loud this was i should have felt it i got scared and was trying to comfort myself and was like calm down it was just in your head and then i heard the voice again but this time it sounded mean a voice that kind of sounded offended like no it's not its tone was like duh no i'm not scary stupid like it was judging me and freaking out and started telling me caitlin don't believe it's there so you don't manifest anything And the bitch started laughing at me. This was all going on in my head. Sounds like a spirit guide interaction with random old dude soul who may or may not be associated to your house directly. (laughs) Got you. I was like, um, okay. (laughs) Okay. You got anything else for that one? I don't think so. Because when I give readings to people, sometimes dark things that it just exists, like the weird things that were in your house spontaneously, like the jellyfish, like to mess with what I'm seeing. And my spirit guys will be like, you know, it's just a fib. (laughs) So same conversation, different context. Okay. Last story, number seven. I've had some pretty weird dreams, but after getting tired of seeing and hearing things, I started asking the angels to kick things out of my room before I slept. Now I don't see anything anymore. It's so peaceful. I feel like this is what my mom feels like being able to get the house to themselves. But in my case, it was feeling safe in my room while I slept. Wow. Yeah. Sounds good. That's like when Emily and I went to Nevada and this weird dark thing guy was like in our room when I was about to go to bed. And I just remember looking at him and being like, this is not happening. Have a nice day. <laughs> I rolled over and went to sleep. It was not there in the morning. Naturally. <laughs> I was like, I don't have time for this. It's probably about five in the morning. We have to wake up in a couple hours and do another ghost investigation. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to read two. Okay. They're short ones, but they're good ones. All right. Sorry. So this one is from Annette W. Thank you, Annette W. for your submission. They say, for the past six months, I have been working at an animal shelter for dogs and cats. Sometimes we have newborn kittens brought into the shelter or pregnant cat mamas come too. Sadly, not all the kittens make it. This spring, I noticed I would feel a cat rub up against me or swat at my leg. However, I would look around, but no cat would be there. Then, out of the corner of my eye, I would see a cat appear. But as soon as I blinked, it would be gone. Finally, I started putting the pieces together and figured out that I would only perceive this ghostly feline about two days before any kittens would pass. Since then, I've been calling this our shelter's kitten spirit guide because they must be the spirit here to guide the kittens to the other side. We also have this door that everyone walks through and forgets what they're doing, and I even do it too. And I think this may be the portal that the kitten spirit guide travels through. What do you guys think? What do you see? I feel like the cat does take the kittens to heaven because every time i talk to souls there is always a soul that comes and brings the other one to heaven which is really fucking cute do you feel like it's a feral mom cat that died giving birth possibly i see her as a calico yeah she's chubby (laughs) but she's adorable yeah i don't know uh, that was just oddly specific that they told me that she had she had kittens when she was alive but she died 
giving birth to kittens, but she was a street cat. Which is tragically adorable. Yeah. That she That's why she does that kittens. now. Yeah. It makes me so happy. I literally almost cried while reading this. I was <laughs> like, why is it so cute? But I also feel like the portal in the door is there. I don't know if the cat necessarily... Okay, I feel like the cat does use it, but that's secondary and not the reason the portal's there. I think the portal is there in the doorway because there's just a lot of energy at the shelter and it's necessary for more than one thing. But I definitely see it as a vertical upright portal. So it's things in which our plane of existence can travel through. It's a very simple thing though. Yeah. So. There's a man that explains it to me. (laughs) He's like, it's... A one place to another place. Yes. It's not a pick your destination portal. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one. I had it, now I can't find it. Okay, I'm going to leave you guys with this one because it's a mind, a mind fuck. This is from Song T, and it's titled, So What? I don't know, <laughs> which I also thought was funny. And so uh, Song says, My father and I made a deal when I was young, around eight years old. Whoever dies first will give the other a sign that life after death exists. He moved across the country. I grew up. I visited him once when I was 18, which was in 1991. We were talking about music and musicians, and he stopped and told me that Michael Hedges had died in a car crash on a curvy California road. Mind you, we had this conversation in 1991. Then, in 1998, seven years later, my father passed. Just recently, I looked up Michael Hedges and read that he indeed died on a curvy California road, but in the year 2000. I can't wrap my brain around it. My father never came to me as a ghost, but maybe this strange parallel world alternate reality weird thingamajig was his way of telling me that he slash we have life after death. What do you think? So wait, what happened? (laughs) Okay. So Song says that when he was eight years old. Well, I got that. You don't have to read the story again. I'm, what is the sign? The sign is that in 1991, they had a conversation, they and their father, that their dad said Michael Hedges, who's a singer, dies in a car crash or died, like past tense, died Uh in a car crash on a curvy California road. Okay. That was in 1991. Yeah. Seven years later- song's father passed and then the other dude passes but not until the year 2000 yeah okay i just needed the order of events yeah because at the beginning i was gonna be like well he could give you a sign before that well i think it's funny because i mean i don't mean to say technically you're already dead even if you're living here correct you would be able to give someone a sign before you died (laughs) can you explain that to song one more time in case they're not listening or didn't well time is like a river or a stream it's already laid out so the present really isn't the present it's just a time so technically your existence has happened is not happening and is about to happen so technically you are living in the present but you have already passed in the future and that's already laid out and already happened so technically, also psychic mediums could talk to your past life self as you were living right now. Yes. So technically, he could give you a sign with him still being alive. <laughs> <laughs> so you say that he hasn't, your dad song hasn't come to talk to you as a ghost. He talked to you as a ghost, but while he was living... <laughs> 
And I think it's the most like creative fucking proof. Like this, a lot of things. We would just like to uh, solidify and say that yes, this is your father. That was your sign, and your dad has a fucking great sense of humor. I'm gonna do the same thing. Yeah, like you know what's even better than uh, the fact that we believe that the afterlife exists. We could believe it exists now since I'm already dead and not dead <laughs> and not existing all of the all at the same time. Yeah. So I'm sorry for your lost song, but your father really does have a great sense of humor. And the fact that he gave you that sign is beautiful. And the fact that he made you look up what he said (laughs) randomly one day, that was not you. That was him. (laughs) So that's also your second sign that he visited you as a ghost. He's manipulating the situation. So thank you, Song T, for your lovely story. When you visit Arizona... Time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you guys like your listener stories? We're going to have another one for you soon. It's a good time. If you would like to submit your own listener story to be featured on a future podcast or video, you can go to the show notes and hit the extras tab where you can submit your own spoopy story. It'd be a great time. If you could leave us a like or review on Spotify, rate us or talk about how cool we are on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out a lot. Tell us a dad joke. Tell us a dad joke too. Because you guys are being wonderful on rating Apple Podcasts, but not so cool on leaving dad jokes. I've gone through all of them. You got one? Did you know Neapolitan? Did you know Neapolitan died by hand of grenade? Sorry, that one's probably inappropriate. (laughs) I don't get it. Because I didn't read all of it to you. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to find one that's appropriate. Do you know what's funnier than 24? Your mom's so fat, she's a ley line. <laughs> you want to know where the best dad jokes are found? Yes. In a database. Jesus. I hate you. You're welcome. <laughs> Perks of Brandy. God darn it. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Until next time. We are your meta Hicks. Do you have a daemon that follows you around, or is it just angels? I'm sure there's got to be one there, (laughs) just for funsies.